This is an ABC podcast. Welcome to another Snack Pack, my friend. Sammy J here with you, and this week it is a dramatic Snack Pack. We're talking movie drama. We're talking financial drama. We're talking emotional drama. And we're talking about little tiny dramas that happen every day in your home or in your office. Because life, my friends, is dramatic. Particularly if you've got kids. At 5.45 this morning, my three-year-old came in and just started screaming at me. Just, bloody hell, bloody hell. I don't know where he picked that up. Yeah, who knows, Jess? Nobody can know. Why why Um, were they screaming bloody hell at you this morning? (laughs) I moved his bike in the night, and now it is not there anymore. So, Jess, know. on behalf of all the toddlers, why on where, earth did you move the bike? <laughs> oh my gosh! Can he's I? Here. He's here. Jack, did Mummy move your bike? No. Have you found your bike? No. Do you know where your bike might be? No. Do you think you'll find it by the end of today? Now, meal prep is hard, okay? Dating is hard, I imagine. Babies are hard to raise, I know. And it's tough being beautiful when you're on a budget, true. I mean, if only there was a podcast that could help you with all of these things at once. Oh, my gosh. What is that? The Pineapple Project has just dropped a new series and it's covering all of these topics and many more. You can jump online and start listening now. Don't listen yet, like listen to this podcast first and then that one. I'm just giving you homework. But the host of The Pineapple Project is the wonderful comedian and author, Nazim Hussain. Nazim, welcome to the Snack Pack. I'm so much more happy now that I'm hearing your voice and uh, this is the third voice I've heard today. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Are Are you in deep publicity mode? No, no, no. Baby voice <laughs> and my wife and now you. Hang on. So, so does that mean you've just chosen the, the topics for the Pineapple Project based on your own specific needs <laughs> at the moment? Baby what We don't have a wife episode. <laughs> <laughs> How to save money on wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the next series. Dating knocks you There's out as bonus well. bonus episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, actually, we do have a dating episode. Um, you know, and as, as a married man, still able to um, offer advice there. Um, there's all, you know, I didn't realise how much dating costs, but it costs a lot um, to maintain, you know, regular dates um, with, with the apps and with where to go and how to impress. So, you know, even though one's love don't cost the thing, it actually costs a freaking fortune. Um, so, yeah, we, we really try to quantify that. The Pineapple Project started out as more your basic garden variety financial advice, and now it's branched right out into these great areas of life because money touches all of the areas. Has it been fun for you? Like, have you actually taken tips yourself or are you very much in professional mode when you're hosting? I'm generally all over the place with money. So whenever um, we, we, you know, this is the second season I've been um, hosting, recording the episodes kind of like resets me. Um, I sort of hang on to the tips and tricks and the conversations for most of the year and then it just sort of slips away. It's really like, uh, I feel like for me what it boils down to is just kind of like a mindset or a psychology. It's a lot to do with impulses and your own emotions. So, I, you know, looking at all the episodes we've done, the, you know, I guess the top line for most episodes is just don't be impulsive. I've got three pretty hardcore questions for you. You ready? All right, here we go. Yeah, sure. Nazim Hussain, first question. What you seeing? I'm seeing Severance, which is a show where... 
your brain gets cut off from your work life and your work life gets cut off from your non-work life. What, like like chemically or medically? Oh, it's just, it's just show. So you go up this elevator and suddenly your memories from outside of work are severed and so you have an existence oh. at work that only exists at work. And so your, your innie, which is what your, your character work, doesn't know anything about your outie. It's an addictive series on Apple TV. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Uh, yeah. Strong first answer now as you really set the bar high. What you hearing? Oh, I'm hearing some old school R&B. Mario, Just a Friend. Did you say I'm just a friend? You know that song? Anyway, so I heard it. <laughs> no, sing more of it for me so I make sure I know it. I can't remember the words. Did you say I'm just a friend? Anyway, and also Ludovico. He's the pianist guy. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, Mario's lawyers have just been in touch. Okay, they want your details. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm butchering his song. <laughs> Naz, uh, what's your tasting? Um, Greek food and also Little Bridge Cafe, which is my mother-in-law's cafe. Oh, cheeky yeah. little plug for your mother-in-law. I'll allow it, you know, because it's got, it's got family and heart at the core of it. Thank you. I kind of probably messed up the order. I really <laughs> yeah. should have gone mother-in-law first. Yeah. What's the name of the cafe? Little Bridge Cafe. Um, mention my name and... You probably won't get anything. No, no, she'll, she, she, she'll be so excited. Her name's Alina. She'll love it. <laughs> this is the Sammy J Snack Pack. Talking little dramas. Little dramas like uh, my six-year-old is turning seven and we've arranged a craft party at her request and everyone said yes, so there are more people than we expected coming and now we've got an organised craft and it's going to be like a childcare centre at our place and I don't know what to do. But, yeah, nah, I'll tell you how it went next week. Now, meanwhile, from small dramas to huge dramas, the movie Don't Worry, Darling has hit the cinemas and it's fast becoming well-known, not so much for the story happening on screen, but for the controversies that are happening off-screen. It's directed by Olivia Wilde, stars Chris Pine, Harry Styles, Florence Pugh. But real life sounds more dramatic than the movie itself. So to take us through it, we are joined by Wen Lee Ma, the film and TV critic with news.com.au. Wen Lee, have you seen the movie? I wish I'd seen the movie. I'm going to see the movie in about two weeks' time because all I can think about now is, oh man, this movie better be bloody good <laughs> for all of this drama. This is so dramatic. Let's start at the start and assume, if you will, uh, that like me, many listeners don't know what's going on here. Yeah, Don't Worry Darling is a movie directed by Olivia Wilde. She is a actor and filmmaker. She's previously made a movie called Book Smart, which was fabulous. It was really funny, this very kind of heartwarming and funny teen uh, drama. Well, teen comedy, I should say, actually. And so she she's making this movie, and it looks like it's going to be awesome. Uh, it starts Florence Pugh, who is one of the hottest rising stars. Not even rising, actually, just one of the hottest stars of the 21st century, uh, and also Harry Styles, who is one of the biggest pop stars in the entire world. And obviously this is something they were banking on. So Harry Styles and, and Florence Pugh are in this film, and Harry Styles was not the first person hired for the movie. That was originally Shia LaBeouf. And, uh, and at the time when Shia LaBeouf left the project and Harry Styles came on, it was you know, they cited scheduling conflicts. Shia couldn't do it because of scheduling. And Olivia Wilde recently gave a interview saying, oh, yeah, actually, we fired Shia LaBeouf because we wanted Florence Pugh to be safe. You know, he is a person with a reputation for being not so safe. And then um, Shia LaBeouf comes out and he's like, well, actually, that is not what happened. And I have the receipts to prove it. And he's got text messages from Olivia Wilde saying, 
don't go. Maybe we can work it out. You know, she called Florence Pugh Miss Flo. We'll just have to like sort of step it up and <laughs> accept things. I was like, oh no, oh no, this sounds terrible. It makes you out to be, look like a liar. Um, of course, you know, the other way to look at it is it is once again a, a woman trying to appease a difficult man in the workplace. Mm -hmm. So there are different interpretations of the whole thing but it just absolutely blew up because there's already been all this drama around it because olivia wilde is now dating harry styles what? and it all sort of well actually she may or may not be dating him she was dating him and now there are rumors as of this week that maybe they've split up because the movie just premiered at the venice film festival so everyone is looking at these actors with you know an absolute magnifying glass everyone is studying so the body the body language I think we got uh, a little bit of a clip of Harry Styles himself talking about the movie. You know, my favourite thing about the movie is, like, it feels like a like a movie. It feels like a real, like, you know, go-to-the-theatre film movie that, you know, you, you kind of... The reason why you go to watch something on the big screen. Wendley, is that indicative of the publicity trail, trail at the moment? Is everyone just... Uh, struggling to string a sentence together? I think Harry Styles is struggling to string a sentence together because to, in fairness to Harry Styles, he's not exactly used to talking about screen culture and filmmaking. You know, if you asked him about musical quavers or instruments, he could probably be more articulate. But, of course, the thing wasn't even so much his answer but the reaction of his co-star Chris Pine who was sitting next to him during this press conference and his face just went blank like he could wished he could be anywhere else in the world other than listening to this person going I like this movie because it's a movie <laughs> and Wendley that brings so us now... <laughs> to, to Chris Pine and Harry Styles a specific bit of footage that has blown the internet up yeah it's uh there is still debate as to what actually happened but when they walked into the theater for the actual screening itself chris pine was sitting down and then harry styles walked in to sit down next to him and chris pine is clapping him in and then all of a sudden he stops he looks at his lap as if something just dropped on it and his hands stop in midair and he just has this look of disbelief on his face this smirk of did that really just happen which then led us all to ask did that really just happen because if you slow the footage down harry styles appears to have maybe the the theories spat in his direction, which is insane because how could Harry Styles spit on a co-star with 75 cameras aimed at him? And then, I mean, it's absolutely Just before sitting next to him for the premiere. Just before sitting down. And then it blew up so much that, and this is what is also ridiculous, but Chris Pine's publicist had to release a statement saying Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> you could not make this up. You couldn't make it up for a movie. We had an incident with our uh, 13 and 11-year-old daughters. Mm -hmm. uh, it, involved, it evolved into a half an hour screaming match. Uh, there were accusations and recriminations. There may have been some tears because apparently Elder had removed a stapler from Younger's bedroom without asking. Oh, my gosh. It, Younger had a project underway that absolutely required a staple and couldn't progress without it. And, yeah, it just it, it turned into a 
conflict oh. of epic proportions, to be how honest. Was, how was it resolved? Were you able to staple together a solution? We eventually negotiated a ceasefire, and there's an e- uneasy peace of holding at the moment. You're listening to the Sammy Jason Act Pack. Well, from trivial dramas to real drama now, specifically emotional drama, mental health drama. We've all experienced it. We all know people who may have been struggling at some point in their lives. And Are You OK Day comes around once a year to remind us that every single day is a good time to check in with yourself and others. Rob Mills is a beautiful man, a beautiful performer and an ambassador for Are You OK Day. He's been very open about his own life, his journey and his mental health struggles along the way. G'day, Millsy. Can we start, Sammy? Can I ask quickly, are you okay? I, I'd say I'm okay, all things considered. You have the little dramas. Can I add my little drama mm-hmm. at the moment? Because um, I'm not. I'm um, I'm unpacking boxes at a new apartment um, while Georgie's in Bali. My partner is in Bali. And I said, I'll do that. That would be a good thing for me to do. And what a, what a lovely gift <laughs> that I could do for you. She packed everything up in Sydney. We're back in Melbourne. And... I am unpacking boxes day after day at the moment. Anyway, having a great time. <laughs> Sydney's loss is <laughs> Melbourne's gain. And you are, of course, he's smashing it as Corny Collins in Hairspray. What an incredible performance. But by day, unpacking boxes. And now, today, being an Are You OK ambassador, which is a different type of media interview. You normally do media interviews, of course, as a fellow artist, plugging shows. What's it like to be putting your own mental health front and centre? It's not something, I've got to be honest, that I would be comfortable doing, I think. I've, mate, I've been ambassador for about six, seven years, uh, maybe even longer now, and I think it's uh, pretty pretty easy for me. I mean, there's, I'm a very open, honest, I feel like a fairly authentic human being, so I love the fact that you can talk about anything um, and be, and be vulnerable, vulnerable for people. So you create the space uh, so other people can also feel safe to know that they can have a chat, mm-hmm. um, and nothing is ever too big is what I like to think. Um, and you don't have to be an expert to have these kind of chats. I think this is the, the reminder this year for Are You OK Day is because we're at 100% visibility after 11 years now, which is in, incredible after it was um, founded in 2019 by Gavin Larkin. Um, so it's, it is about creating that space and, you, yeah, you're not, not having to be an expert to, mm-hmm. to, to sit down and tap someone on the shoulder or grab a work colleague and say, I've, just not, I've noticed something different about you, mate. Um, is everything all right? I also think that Are You OK Day is a really good day to um, – um, it's, it's a reminder that Are You OK Day should be every day. But yep. uh, I like to use this day and also the week leading up and around it that oh, maybe there's someone I've, I haven't had, had a chat to, maybe someone I've lost, lost touch with um, because Are You OK Day is, is also a good reminder that the people that are feeling sad is often they're feeling disconnected from their community. Yeah. And it's that sense of belonging or lack of connect, connection that, that that's the thing that's maybe putting you in that sort of spiral of, of sadness or a, a sad mental I, health state. I think it's a really good point that it's a catalyst and it, it gets us talking and remembering what we can do throughout the year because you know, the criticism of Are You OK Day would be or sometimes is, oh, I don't want my boss walking up to me glibly saying, are you okay, drinking a coffee and then walking off because they've ticked the box. But it's much more than that uh, at its best, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. It is, it's, as I said, it's just a reminder, and also for for all those out there, it's it's a good it's a good time to check in with yourself. Actually, am I okay? Um, I made a pact at the start of this year. I was always waiting until I was probably, I'm not say spiraling, but I would definitely say I was getting into a bit of a sad spot. I was like, oh, I should call my psych. So I've, I made a pact at the start of this year to after writing um after writing my book, Sammy, to 
to actually go, oh, you know what? I'm going to do a, a monthly check-in. So mine's, mine's tomorrow. Mine's tomorrow. I, I see my psych the first week of every month, um, whether, whether I can fit it in on a Monday or a Friday, wherever it is. But, yeah, I've, I've really found that um, uh, really thera- therapeutic, should mm-hmm. I say the word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... And, and it's not, I don't, as I said, I don't wait till I'm feeling sad or whatever. I actually, if I'm feeling really good, it's a really good way to check in with my psych and go, oh, what's, what am I doing this last month that has actually made me feel really good? So I, I like Are You Okay as, as a day to check in on my on myself as well. I'm chatting to Rob Mills, Are You Okay uh, Day ambassador. Someone who, as I just said, well, you're just saying right now that you're really open about seeing a psych as needed. How long have you done that for? I grew up in um, the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne and it's, probably very foreign you only see a doctor i'm not i'm not crazy i think i see a psych if i'm a crazy person yeah, you yeah. know if I'm, but it's you're more than happy to go and see a physio when you get a sore ham, hamstring at the footy club um or you've you know you've hurt you've hurt your shoulder you get it taped up why wouldn't you go see a psych it's just another muscle that you're just getting um you know getting some attention to um also the one of the things i love most about seeing a psych is um, compared to just having it, having a chat with a mate, is you get to offload all this stuff, and they don't give you any. They don't give you any of their stuff. You know, you got, you're catching up with the mate. Oh, you think that's bad, mate? Well, <laughs> listen, listen to what I've been going through. Like, it's it's really good to get this like a sit down and unbiased opinion, or um, to help you clarify your thoughts and feelings. I think. Yeah. Um, but as I said, one of the one of the things with AK days is. is is all about listening as well. It's listening without judgment and not trying to solve the other person's problem. Yeah. Not trying to fix it. Um, you can encourage some action, but definitely it's not about fixing it. It's actually just people just need to be heard. That's a sort of fundamental thing and, as a human being. And of course, help is available via Lifeline Australia 131114. Look after yourselves this week, my friends. Thanks for joining in on the dramas on the snack pack. You can catch up wherever you get your podcasts. You can subscribe on the ABC Listen app or if you want more of me in your life. Tune in from 5.30 every weekday via the ABC Listen app to my ABC Radio Melbourne breakfast program. Thanks to Ross Kavanagh and my beautiful breakfast radio family for doing all the hard work. I just get to stand here and chat, and what a joy that is. Have a great week ahead.